This podcast is made possible by our supporters over on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show and get your own RSS feed with ad-free shows and extra episodes every month, then head over to patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro. Greetings, programs, and welcome to Pensacon's Broom Closet 2023. <laughs> uh, so, are we just starting it? Are we going right in? What are we doing here? Well, we got to introduce ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. So. Uh, My name's Jason Robbins. My name's Derek Diamond. And I'm a award-winning comedy writer. <laughs> so, if you never listened to the show, what we do is we uh, we talk about retro video games, and we go over the news of the week, and then we're going to talk about a little gem called GoldenEye for the Nintendo 64. And the Xbox. And, and the Switch. Xbox. True, true. But, uh, but coming up first on the news, we have some breaking news from Twitter. At the real big wall says, "Quote: You know what? Xbox is trying to get Game Pass on Nintendo and Sony consoles. I'm convinced up, convinced of it." End quote. And I just want to hear. I'm sorry, and I would like to say I told you so. So, <clears throat> you specifically said that Game Pass will be on Switch. It will. And that is not what just said happened. It, <laughs> Xbox is talking to Nintendo. They're not announcing that it's on there yet. So, I say wait. I say th- it's still probably going to happen. It, I, if it does... But you flat happen. out said it will never happen. No, I think it'll never happen. And you called me out. I, I, it will never happen that they will have Game Pass. I... Want to make a bet? Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure. Now, we have to get a timeline. Time so, like, in three years... When they announce the next Switch... The next Switch will have Game Pass on Exactly. And I will say no. Nay, I say. <laughs> I feel like I should have wore a referee shirt. Well, what, do you, what do you think, Derek? Uh, it's tough to fathom, honestly. But, I mean, they're trying to get, what, Call of Duty on the Switch as well? Which I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, I think Wally mentioned it, you know, like the, the game on PlayStation is over 10 gigs. It's 114 gigs. Oh, 114 gigs. Wow. <laughs> That's a big difference. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't really see how the Switch can handle that. I, I'm i going to side with my co-host here. I think it will happen. I mean... Because Microsoft wants to be able, able to have their games play. They don't care about hardware anymore. They want their games to be... That's all they want is people to play their games. And I think they can work out... If anybody can work out a deal with Nintendo to get... Something like Game Pass on the Switch is going to happen. Not the Switch, but whatever Switch well, comes next. Hopefully the Super Nintendo Switch. My, my, two, my two points on this is Xbox, Microsoft, needs Nintendo more than Nintendo needs Microsoft. Because they're trying to sell Game Pass to more people. And in order to do that, yes, they want Nintendo and Sony to have that. But Nintendo, and this is my second point, Nintendo is still selling games that are 10 years old for $60. They don't want you to be able to pay $10 a month to play their stable of games if people are still paying $60. And that's my whole point about Nintendo. Nintendo still makes money off consoles. If they can sell a console so people can play games. But that's a one-time thing. 
Nintendo sells consoles. They're already selling consoles. But it's also a way to get people into the Nintendo ecosystem that are not in... But more people are in the Nintendo ecosystem than the Xbox but they ecosystem. Can get those Xbox people that are not in the Nintendo ecosystem. But that's that's the thing. That's a different conversation. That's saying that Nintendo will put Nintendo games on Xbox, and that is wild to say that that would happen. That is never gonna happen. Could you imagine? Like back in the heyday, where you would think, "Oh, we might play Zelda on Xbox or something like that." Like that's. You're a liar, and I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nobody would ever say no. that. I mean, we, we all had the same thought in the mid-'90s with, with Sega and Nintendo. Yeah. But it's an entirely different ballgame nowadays. It is more about software and UI and access to games than it is the actual consoles now. And, and that's just the way I look at it. But with Nintendo, they're playing a different game. They're playing the game of... No pun intended. Yeah. They're they're playing the game of, we're Nintendo. These are the games that we make. You're going to pay $60 for them, and we're going to let you. (laughs) And and that's that's what it is. And as long as people do it, there's no reason to stop doing it. Exactly, yeah. But I think if there is a way that... I, I think there's a way for Microsoft to sweeten the deal for Nintendo to let them be able to put the Game Pass on the whatever the next Switch device is. I think there's a way to do it. I don't know what it is, but I think they'll be able... They've been talking to Nintendo for a long time now. Over what? I mean, really, the only benefit I can think... Because I'm thinking of the what's in it for me with them. And the only thing I can think of is... Microsoft has a better and more robust online solution than Nintendo could ever dream of. Well, that's the thing. They could give Nintendo a better uh, online ecosystem. But, again, we're talking Nintendo, and I really (laughs) feel like they don't care. (laughs) At some point, Nintendo has to care about online. We said that before the Switch came out. I know that, but I We said that before the Wii U came out. (laughs) We said that before the Wii came out. It's never going to happen. We're going to need a friend code. We're going to need our parents' permission from the grave, in my case. And they're going to need us to be able to jump through hoops and buy three $60 games in order for us to go online. And at least three Super Nintendo games a year on the Switch Online? Yeah, at least three. Because, you know, maybe, it's not going to be the ones you want. Yeah, maybe, maybe four. <laughs> if they're feeling generous, but probably not. Right. So... So what's this bet going to be between you two? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, do I, what do I get and what do you get? Uh, I don't know. What should we do? I'm not shaving my beard this time. I look stupid for like a week <laughs> after that one. I lost a bet and had to shave my beard a few years ago. So um, so no facial hair on the line. No. I mean, you know. I, I, I don't know. What do you think uh, we have? Because you know what's better than most people. What do you let me spend the, the panel thinking on it. Okay. We'll come up with something by the end. We'll of it. figure it out. Yeah, we'll right. figure it out. I will. I will get all of his retro gaming consoles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, that would that'd be terrible. That, that would just be cruel. It would be unusual, cruel and unusual. Uh, so let's just do this one other thing here. Uh, let's see. Rejoice, everyone, on NintendoLife.com. Richter Belmont will be playable in Dead Cells: Return to Castlevania. Has anybody here played Dead Cells? No? 
Well, it is, it's a newer game that is very hard. It's a side-scroller. It's kind of a throwback type of thing, and they're having a, a new DLC called Return to Castlevania that will include Richter Belmont as a playable character in one of the game's secret levels. And what Motion Twin is describing as the final teaser before the game launches on March 6, 2023, uh, the visual inspiration is from the classic Castlevania franchise with a particular focus on the Symphony of the Night before showcasing gameplay fe- featuring Richter Belmont himself. He will retain his moveset from Symphony of the Night, and you'll be breaking candles left and right and center with the vampire killer whip gaining new abilities along the way. They described it as nostalgia overload, and it most certainly looks that way. So have you guys played Dead Cells? No. No? I have so not. you are literally the only person here who knows anything about this Yes, game. apparently I'm <laughs> the only person in the room that knows what Dead Cells is. <laughs> it is a retro gaming panel. After all, so. this just tells me that instead of just adding Richter Belmont to a previously existing game, why don't they just make a new Castlevania game? That's instead? what I was thinking. Can we please just get a new Castlevania game? <laughs> this, 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 if any of you have not listened to the show, it's mostly him begging companies to make games that he wants <laughs> that they never will. Well, one, one day it'll happen. <laughs> Konami's too busy making. Uh, pachinko, pachinko, pachinko machines, which I didn't know still existed. Yeah, yeah that's all they do now. Yeah, but uh, you want to do some video game history? Sure. On February twenty first of nineteen eighty six, Nintendo releases the Legend of Zelda for the first game in the Legend of Zelda series. Never heard of it. I mean, it probably didn't <laughs> amount much to anything. Yeah, I haven't yeah. heard too much about that. It's a small, small footnote in history. Of video <laughs> <game>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I say this ad nauseum on our show, you know, like, I probably wouldn't be into video games were it not for Legend of Zelda because of the countless hours I put into the original, to Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, really all of them. And it's, to this day, still my favorite video game franchise of all time. Anybody here ever beat Legend of Zelda? A couple people. Isn't that an amazing feeling when you finish that game? Did I just start doing it? Yeah. <laughs> you have to do the second quest. It's just like life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, finished. Now yeah. what? Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> work. <laughs> when the Game Boy Advance came out, they did this uh, almost like a black box series of re-releasing like the original Mario Brothers, Legend of Zelda. I purchased that, and that was the first time I'd ever beat the original Legend of Zelda. As soon as I killed Ganon, I just almost threw my Game Boy down and was like... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I was just thinking the other day, um, what would be a good topic for discussion was like, what is one of the greatest gaming moments you've ever had? Oh, at my, I'll go ahead and tell you. I think I've said this on the show before where Halo 2 came out and we were all in the land party. I don't know. That was too young to remember. <laughs> Uh, where we all brought our own For all you kids out here in the audience, that means local area network. That means you hooked all your computers together by wires. So we all had our own stuff there, and uh, we were playing, and and our friend Pete jumped off of the the banshee right on top of my banshee and knocked me off and killed me, and he jumps up and was like, I didn't know you could do that! And I'm like, well, we can. So that yeah, that is my favorite gaming moment because it was live in the room. It just I don't know. 
had to be there again. What about you, Derek? So I believe this was Halo Three when you were able to download like different maps. Halo always had good gaming moments. Oh, exactly. Someone had built a Mario Kart racetrack in Halo 3, and you would race in the Warthogs. That's awesome. There was a portion near the beginning of the track where you were driving straight towards a body of water. You'd go across this small bridge, but you had to hit this lift that would throw you up onto another level of the, of the bridge. There was a hole just big enough where you could push somebody through. So my friend Trevor, I'm like, because we were always really competitive with video games, and I'm like, I'm going to push him off into the water. And I think he got wind of what I was trying to do, so at the very last minute, he moves out of the way, and my car goes, <laughs> we spent the next at least two to three minutes just on the floor laughing. Like, we came in last place because we just couldn't believe what happened. Was Halo 3 the one where it, with the, the forge where you yeah, could do your own maps? Yep. Do you remember the map I made where it was just, I kept putting those uh, stones up to one huge bridge over the map, and at the very top was a grenade launcher. I do not and that's recall. All it was was us trying to get to the top of that arch to get to the grenade launcher. Gosh, I don't remember that It was an amazing map. <laughs> My greatest moment I was thinking the other day was when I actually beat Metroid and I, I had gotten a mother brain and I did not think I was going to beat it. I was just like, I'm just, I'm here. I made it. I'm not, there's no way in hell I'm going to finish this game. And I ended up like beating her with like a half a thing left on my energy bar. And then it's like, now you got to escape. So I'm like, huh, huh, and I'm like shaking and sweating, and I'm like trying to get up those little bitty platforms all the way out. That was like, and then once I was done, like the the adrenaline surge lasted for like a day afterwards. And like ever, ever since then, when I, I get down to the end of a game like that, I start doing that same thing where like start shaking and like can't do like sweating. I thought you might have picked Ninja Gaiden. Oh, that was a good one, too. You were live-streaming when that happened. Yeah, I was live-streaming. I actually beat Ninja Gaiden for the first time after 30 years, a couple of years ago, on stream. That was amazing. You know, every time every, every time I am in my final two of Fortnite, <laughs> I start sweating and shaking. It's like, come on, come, come on, come on. <laughs> you know? That whole trying to get out of... The just going up that tunnel, just going from platform to platform, and the, right. the timer's going down, and the place is shaking. Like that was a was an amazing moment in gaming. Absolutely. Uh, February twelfth of nineteen ninety, Nintendo releases the NES game Super Mario Brothers three in North America. It would go on to sell seventeen point two eight million copies, making it one of the best selling standalone games of all time. Wait, the game in the wizard was real? Yeah. <laughs> I take it Little nobody time. here has ever seen the wizard. <laughs> oh, that guy did a lot of cocaine. <laughs> no lie, I watched that movie as a kid, and I didn't know that anyone thought that anyone else knew that movie existed until Jason and I started doing the show and I just randomly brought it up like have you ever seen this movie called The Wizard he's like yeah I love that movie I wore that VHS tape out for that movie it's so bad 
It's so bad. It's so <laughs> February 1st of 1998, THQ releases WCW Nitro for the Nintendo 64. I'm going to say this was the best era for oh, wrestling one, games. 100%. We've got, so WrestleMania is coming up in like a little over a month. I'm going to review some wrestling game to tie in, and I'm going to create our mutual friend Joey Image and mm-hmm. go through the whole campaign. Yes. I should stream it. <laughs> Yeah, that would be great. You that should. That would be fantastic. Yeah. But no, WCW Nitro was one of, if not my favorite wrestling games because they played the little promo video. Like if you selected mm-hmm. Ric Flair, he'd, a video would pop up of him doing his whole, whole spiel. It was really fun. There I, I love so many wrestling games out at this time. Yep, for an N64, for PlayStation. There were a lot. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, February 24th of 1998, Crystal Dynamics releases Gex Enter the Gecko for the PlayStation. Has anyone played Gex Enter the Gecko? I have, and I thought you said this was last but not least, so that's why I'm confused. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. But no, I I played this game for the first time uh, several months ago and reviewed it on the show. Mm. This is a game, had I played it when it came out, I would have been a huge fan of it because of all the pop culture you know, parodies oh, and all the meta-ness that was involved with it. It was really fun. I, I very much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Well, before we go into the review for today, Derek, you want to do our Patreon shout-outs? Yeah, of course. As always, we'd like to give a shout-out to our awesome patrons over at patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro. We want to shout-out our newest patron, Brian Piotrowski, which I still think is the greatest baseball player name that could ever exist. Oh, that, that, is, a, that is a hockey name, too. He needs that, to too. Like yeah. Goalie. Just needs a couple of Zs. That, that's an enforcer <laughs> right there, Piotrowski. John West, Daniel Salmon, Mike Eveland, Tyler Watson, Axblade07, Armez Jackson, Carlos Longoria, but we know him as I Am the Rampage, Staff Sergeant Sketch, Gus and Penny, Matthew Salmon, Mr. Joey Image, and Mama Diamond herself, Mama Diamond. Donna Diamond. Thank you all so much for your continued contributions for the Nerd Cave Retro Podcast. And because we are back at the $50 level, we are going to resume our commentary tracks yes. that we do. So I, we've got a pull up on Actually, Patreon right now. Let me now. pull that up and I can see who's winning. Well, while we're waiting for that, I would like to just give a little piece of information about our patrons. Is that they are the original cast of the live action version of Fester's Quest. So, <laughs> true story. Uh, looks like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles original cartoon series is winning. Oh, and it's like not even close. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that. Wow. Yeah. I would have thought Batman. Thought, okay, so there's something. one voter. So I no, there's five. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, what? I just posted it the other day, so we're. I mean, we still got a few days. Yeah. So. so. Wait, I mean, is this I'm, the I'm, cartoon Ninja Turtles that we're? Yeah. Gonna be yeah. watching. Okay. Yeah, the animated series, the original okay, one. Cool. 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 Yeah. Cool, but if anyone would like to uh, contribute to our Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro. And for new patrons, you can send us your social media information, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, so we can give you a proper shout-out. Hey, Derek, have you heard the news? What news? We officially have our very own line of coffee at brezcoffeeco.com. 
That's right. Nerd Cave Retro now has its very own medium roast coffee. If you want to try it yourself or even some of the other awesome flavors like Wizard's Potion, which is a butterscotch, caramel, and hazelnut flavored roast. Or the Dragon's Breath Roast, which is a cinnamon dolce flavored roast. They have tons of different flavors and you can also just get a regular Colombian roast and add any flavor to it that you want. They even keep their seasonal roasts all year round. If you need that boost to get you through those all-night gaming sessions, then head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use the promo code NCR for 10% off your order. And for this week, we all three played GoldenEye 007, the remake, or not remake, but uh, remaster of the game. Um, Me and Derek played it on the Switch, and Wally played it on the Xbox. Xbox. And I I, am pretty much going to say so far from what we (coughs) had in our text thread with one another, the Xbox is the much better version of this game. But if you've never played it, it is a 1997 first-person shooter developed by Rare, which always made great games, published by Nintendo for the Nintendo 64. It was based on the 1995 James Bond film GoldenEye. Who would have thought? Player controls the secret agent James Bond to prevent prevent a criminal syndicate from using a satellite weapon. Navigate a series of levels to complete objectives such as recovery, uh, recovering or destroying objects while shooting enemies. and But what most of the people played this game for was the multiplayer mode. A lot of good memories playing multiplayer on this game late late into the night with friends back in the day. GoldenEye walked so Halo and Call of yep. Duty could run. Yep, that's basically right. Mm-hmm. I, I recall the only times that I stayed over at somebody's house was all my GoldenEye sessions. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, do you want to stay and play GoldenEye? It's like, what is this? <laughs> it's like, I'll show you. And then he chooses odd job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to completely discredit the campaign either because back in the 80s and even into the 90s, if you saw a game that was essentially an adaptation of a movie or series, oh, yeah. chances are it wasn't going to be good. So when this came out, we are like, oh, this is probably just going to be a bland shooter type game but the story like it you're pretty much reenacting the movie but it was still fun to do like yeah. it's, it was one of the better Pierce Brosnan Bond movies mm-hmm. and yet you play through the story pretty much straight up one but, thing I noticed playing this last week was the actual graphics of the environments looked decent but when it came to the character models it's like, yeah, the same guy's Ooh. face plastered on a yeah. It's like the same dude's people. face, but you can tell that like the way they did it was they would just take a JPEG and just wrap it around like right. a tube, <laughs> a tube shape, and it was just like you see it. It's nightmarish. You're like, what is that? Is that human? The, it's funny. One time I actually went to no one back then. We're sitting there playing and going, God, this looks so real. It'll never look any better than this. <laughs> Little did we know. But there was a point where you're supposed to be uh, saving all of these uh, scientists in, in the facility. I shot every scientist in there. Cause well, I- and the thing <laughs> is, is that the first time I went through it, I walked in, and they have the same face as the other people yeah. were shooting. So I'm like, is this a trick? And I just started shooting them. Well, that's the thing. The like, you're like, going no, through this, this, this place. You open a door, and there's a scientist standing there. So I'm just, just kill him. <laughs> like, take this, you... St- <laughs> 
Then you're supposed you to meet up with 006. He comes around the corner. I shot him in the head. <laughs> Don't scare me like that. So what you're saying is you have no trigger discipline. Yeah, no, not at all. And then when you shoot somebody, everyone has the same generic. Yeah. After you, after now you know why I can't play stealth games. I'm just walking, spraying. That, I mean, I'm, I'm the same way, so I can't. I can't. I can't really fault you for that. <laughs> you know, there was a level where you're supposed to be, it says, try not to be seen, right? Okay. So, <laughs> I walk into the hallway and there's a, like a camera, so I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to shoot that. Pow, 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 pow. And then I, and then I walk into the hallway and then there's a guy at the end of it. I'm like, did you not, did you not hear that? <laughs> so I start shooting him and then from behind me, pow, pow, pow. I'm like, you were there the whole time? <laughs> did you not see any of this? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how you would have done that stealthily. Because <laughs> there's people everywhere. And they're all facing me. <laughs> you know, where am I supposed to go? One thing I, I, I thought about the level design is everywhere I went, it felt like sheer luck that I just finished a level. <laughs> like, I had no clue where I was. I was just going through doors, going down corridors, killing people. Right. And it's like, and then I, I, like, the end of the first level, I, I'm not, I don't read what you're supposed to do. I just jumped in and started, I didn't know you were supposed to bungee jump off the, the dam. So I'm just walking around randomly doing stuff, and I'm like, oh, I'm on a dam. I guess I'll jump off for no reason just to, you know, <laughs> to do it. And it's like, Congratulations, you finished the level. I'm like, oh, sweet. Who knew? I'm like, awesome. The music is great in this game, though. Oh, absolutely. It's everything from the title track to the theme that plays whenever you have the game on pause. Yeah. It's still one of my favorite tracks of any game. Like, it just seems so, like, yeah. Like, I'll just keep that. That I'll was keep it on in the background while I do my dishes. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part of playing the the new version of the game, which right. is putting it on pause and listening to that. It track. sounds amazing. Like it still yeah. sounded great. I will say the the sound is really good in the game. Graphics are serviceable. I mean, they're not awful. I mean, it, it could do with a new coat of paint. It could, and honest, the sound effects could use some work because. Yeah. While the gunshots and the ricochets are kind of iconic because that's what we remember, but you know, when I get shot, I highly doubt that my reaction will be oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I would, you know, I mean, nobody shoot me to find out. But <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Not to mention the guns literally sound like pew 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 pew. Well, yeah, the the silenced one really does, and then the other one is just like. <laughs> I think there might have been somebody doing, doing the sounds with their mouth. I like to think that was actually the case. I would have loved that job. More than likely, they probably had, uh, what was the name? Uh, Wins, uh, the guy that you, on police. Yeah, Michael Winslow. Winslow. Yeah, Michael, Michael Winslow. Winslow. Doing all the voice effects for it. <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> He but he's, he's since we good. talked about some of the good stuff about the game, a lot of good memories, and let's talk about the bad, the controls on this game. So can, can I visualize my experience? Atrocious. Can I visualize my experience playing this game? Yes. Okay, so I was using the Pro Controller. Going into it, I knew that the dual stick option was not there for the Switch. It's like, okay, so how am I going to aim you have to use the D-pad. So I'm holding the controller like a fishing rod. 
moving the stick, the stick with the, my left thumb and then moving the D-pad with my right. And I'm just like, this needs to be a fishing game. I would feel yeah. more comfortable with this. After that, I'm like, I, I'm not going to be able to finish this game. Like, I, I can't. It is unplayable. Yeah. Uh, and play. I played it in handheld mode. And trying to play that game on the Switch in handheld mode, everything is left-handed in this game. You shoot left-handed. You move left-handed. The only thing you do with your right hand is open doors. Like, hey, boom, open the door. That's it. That's all. Like, why can't... Why, Nintendo? Why didn't you give me an option? And if you go into the the options to change the the controls, it basically doesn't do anything. Like right. there's an option where it has two controllers, and like the left controllers work, but then the right controllers don't work. So it, it doesn't make any sense. And then one of our listeners, uh, Tyler Watson, sent us a video the other day on ha- uh, a YouTube video on how to go in, change the, the controls within the game, then you have to exit out the game, go in and remap your Switch controls in order to make it more like a modern shooter. I'm like, this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> There's no way I'm doing this. If you have to go through all those steps to do something as simple as modern controls, yes. you've got a very serious problem. And that's my problem. Like, why, Nintendo, did you not just take one dude... Like, Jerry the Intern. Like, hey, Jerry the Intern, (laughs) you're going to stay here this weekend and just map out a a modern control scheme for this game that you can just switch to if you want to. It'll take, what, like six hours for you to do. Well, we'll buy you a pizza and some, you know, some Mountain Dew. Like, just get it done. It could have been done like that. But no, Nintendo hates us. <laughs> Maybe a pack of Bud Light if you do a really yeah. good job. But I mean, Xbox, like that was ridiculous. The way you have to, to to get the controls right on Xbox is by powering on the console. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it controls literally like you would expect it would right out the box. You just yeah, yeah, woo! And that's the thing. I feel like <laughs> Xbox actually cares about their uh, their their fan base or whatever. It just feels like Nintendo, especially even with, you know, they dropped all the Game Boy stuff and the Game Boy Advance. It just feels like it takes them so long to give us what we want. And then when they do, it's the least minimum right. that they could possibly do. Or they were talking about, you don't care anymore. Yeah. They were talking about how bad it controlled and everything. And I posted a video on my Twitter showing me just rushing through the facility. Like, what are you even talking about? This is great. (laughs) And I'm sitting there trying to aim and shoot with with my left hand. I'm like, I can't do that. I can't play like this. And and, and I am just, yeah, it works. (laughs) It feels like... It feels like they're, you know, those of us who grew up with Nintendo, I've been with Nintendo since a little kid. You know, I've been a Nintendo fan for years. But in, even in Sony's case, and I don't know if this is like, you know, cause, because Microsoft actually is, is just like, oh, you want to play every game we've ever made here? 15 bucks a month. Play whatever you want. We like you guys. Just come over here and play. <laughs> Sony, want you to be happy. Sony is like, what do you mean? Nothing ever existed before the PlayStation 5? <laughs> we started with the 5. There's nothing before then. And, and Nintendo's kind of the same way. They're like, they got this whole legacy behind them of this great stuff. And they're just like, 
can we get this? And they're like, why? I just want to play this. Why? But the thing is, the, the virtual console on the Wii was great. Like they had a ton of great yeah. games on it, but it was like after that they stopped. Did they fire that guy? <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> Which I just feel like that—that's kind of like it's a difference between like an American company and a Japanese company because I feel like Americans are understand nostalgia and get nostalgic about things and understand like the you know the whole thing behind. It. I just feel like Japanese culture isn't really into like nostalgia. Like, I don't know because a lot of because if you see what kind of pop culture stuff is in Japan, it's mostly things from their past. It's like the I mean you see if you if you see like a but pop as far culture as a story, business is concerned. Though. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but I think like Nintendo and Sony are both on a wavelength that's very different from other ones. But like other there's other pop culture like Sanrio and uh, Bondi, uh, these companies all understand. Well, these people are paying money for this old stuff that we have, and we're going to make stuff yeah. for that consumer. While Nintendo is good with the merchandising side of that, as far as the base gaming part of it, they're more hesitant to do anything, and I don't know. Why? I, I don't understand. It, it doesn't why. make much sense. They can literally remake Super Mario Brothers three every year and just and make it like Madden, it. and I would still buy it. It could be the same game every year, <laughs> and I would Mario still Brothers buy it. Three twenty two. Super Mario Brothers three twenty twenty three. I would buy it. Like, but I just bought the twenty twenty one. Which brings me to this one has a shiny coat of paint. I had an idea the other day, a little idea sparked in my head, and me and Wally wrote a little little thing. A little skit. A little skit. It's gonna be theater of the mind, so y'all y'all follow along with it. So you wanna read the stage directions and Who we'll is? go through it. Me? Derek. Oh Derek? Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah. You read the stage directions well, and your lines and then we'll okay. just read it. Alright, sounds good. It won't open. Hold on a minute. <laughs> okay, just picture Jason and I are sitting in, you know living room, wherever the case may be, just having a nice time playing video games. Okay. All right, we're ready? Yeah, so ready. we're playing video games, like, click, 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 click. Hey, you know what? I haven't played in a long time. Wave Race 64. Yeah, I haven't played that in years. Is it available anywhere? I don't know. Let's ask Nintendo. Hey, Nintendo. Nintendo looks up from counting money, but doesn't verbally respond or stop counting. Uh, Nintendo. Nintendo sighs impatiently and gives a look that says, well, come on. Uh, Derek and I were wondering, uh, is there a way we could play Wave Race 64? Yes, of course. That's fantastic news. Uh, on the Switch? Oh, you should have led with that, but no. <laughs> well, well, we'd rather play it on the Switch rather than have to go and pay secondary market prices. That's not our problem. <laughs> okay, then how about I get a ROM from somewhere and just emulate it myself? What What ROM? Derek motions to his laptop to show Nintendo. Well, this website has a... Derek has a look of shock as he reacts to whatever is going on in the website he's looking at. What? The ROM site's gone. What? Jason looks at the screen. Now property of Nintendo. The site was shut down by Nintendo? 
as will you if you don't purchase only authentic Nintendo licensed products. Nintendo puts on a Nintendo hat of some sort. <laughs> well, well, geez, I mean, I'd pay you for a version of it. Why don't you want my money, Nintendo? Uh, well, that's the thing. We don't have to do anything we don't feel like doing because we already have your money. And you'll just keep giving it to us, no matter how poorly we treat you. But in the spirit of fun, we do have a major announcement. This has to be an announcement for, for Wave Race. I tell you what. Here's Lester the Unlikely for Super Nintendo. Lester the Unlikely will be available on the retro console immediately. What? We didn't ask for that. You're welcome. That will be $60. And don't wait for that price to go down in a year. We don't do that here. Because we're Nintendo, and we don't have to. Jason lowers his head in shame as he hands over his wallet to Nintendo. (laughs) (laughs) And scene. I think it's pretty accurate, personally. (laughs) That's how I feel about Nintendo. They just don't care about any of us. My biggest takeaway is now anytime Nintendo does a direct, I'm just going to picture Wally's voice. And it's going to be great. (laughs) I'm going to enjoy it even more. Uh, the little, the little Shigeru Miyamoto's English translator. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shigeru Miyamoto-san. Today we have an special announcement of Raveway 64. If they announce that on the next direct, I'm, I'm gonna... like I knew they're listening. <laughs> oh, jeez. So I, here's the thing. I personally stopped playing <laughs> after like the second level, just because I literally can't handle that control scheme. Yeah, I, as I said, it's unplayable the way it is. So you know what I did? I played Tetris for the Game Boy. <laughs> I switched between that and Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. When I get home, I'm going to continue trying to get to level six. So I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> I just don't understand why they can't just do simple things like just giving us an easy way to, to remap controls right. or just give us a, a straight up modern shooter control scheme. Like it's just it's not that hard. It, it, it can't be because they did it on Xbox. I don't understand why they wouldn't just do that. Now, there is a huge difference between the uh, Switch version and the Xbox version in that you can't play online multiplayer but on the Xbox, but you can on the Switch. Problem is, is that who would want to with those controls? Nobody wants to. So, now I have to sit alone in my my man cave (laughs) (laughs) playing Goldeneye, and it's a sad scene. I have to make my child play with me. <laughs> I just think this would be really good if they, if uh, I mean, it's nice. Thank you, Nintendo, for the remaster. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it would have been nice to have a new coat of paint on it, some new yeah. control schemes. Like, make it a little bit nicer looking. Make it a little more modern. I mean, it would be. It still holds up as a shooter because right. the the auto aim is great. Because that's the only way I was able to shoot anybody. I was, I, I'm honestly a little disappointed with the auto aim because I feel it's too much. 
But then again, I'm on the Xbox. But it, <laughs> <laughs> and it works. But it's great because, you know, I would open a door and there would be just like five or six bad, you know, bad guys coming at me that all look exactly alike. And I would just hit the trigger and it's just, he just goes in a circle <laughs> like this. <laughs> shooting everybody. Right. I mean, and I, didn't I have had to do that same anything. thing happen to me. It's just, you know. Only with me, it's like I'm strafing at the same time. Like, ah, Must be nice. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> What's that? Right. And you see that in the video I posted, too. I walk in, yeah. and there's a guy there, and I start moving sideways, and there's another guy. Bah, 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 you know? The video we posted looked like doom. <laughs> like, what is happening? This is, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> why, is this, why is this not? Huh. <laughs> I mean, if, they, if you're going to, uh, I, I don't know. But if you get it... I get angry uh, at Nintendo. <laughs> I would highly recommend getting it for the Xbox if you have the Xbox. Uh, if you have the retro... Re- uh, the Rare Replay, it actually is a free download uh, because they're including it with Retro re- uh, Rare Replay now. Um, so that's cool. It's free, and it's on Game Pass, too. So if you have Game Pass, that, that, that's really smart. I mean, there are some games that work really good with that N64 control control scheme. Like, I played uh, F-Zero for the N- Nintendo 64, and that game plays really well with, you know, the single uh, analog stick. I played Wave Race 64. No, I didn't. <laughs> I, uh, the Mario 64, uh, I played that, and it has the old control scheme and I sold it so uh, yeah <laughs> that's not bad I didn't I will play. say after the last Nintendo Direct I held out as long as I could because the Nintendo 64 stuff wasn't enough to make me you know give them an extra $40 a year for the you know the whole online thing but when they dropped the Game Boy Advance and the Game Boy stuff I was like alright they got me so I just gave them Same. my extra 40 bucks and I almost wish I didn't sell my switch. I played uh, uh, my fill of Tetris, but I'm going to need more, more right. stuff. More than Tetris, please. Yes, yes. but um, I as a number grade. Yeah, number grade. Well, let, let's start with you, Wally. What do you give it over on the Xbox? What do we, what do we go? Five to four. Ten. Ten. Out of okay. I'm giving it an eight, and on Xbox, I'm giving it an eight because of the fact that I don't have online multiplayer. It would be much better if there was online multiplayer because I would love to be able to run around as odd job like a jerk. <laughs> and uh, that's the thing: if you're going to do multiplayer and you play odd job, you're a jerk, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's an option that they should put in there: no odd jobs. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> odd job. Uh, for those not in the know, odd job's like that tall in the, in the game, so people can't really hit them. Yeah. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, but yeah, I, man, I, just the. The nostalgia of writing things in the wall with the sh- with the gun, and you know, s- just watching the bullets disappear around it, and just the, the sounds and the feeling, it was worth sitting down to, to play. And uh, you know, I, I again, I can't speak on the Switch version, but on Xbox, it really did take me back to 1996. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Derek? What do you give it? I'm going to go much lower than that. I'm going to go... We've rated a game a zero before, haven't we? Yeah. What I'm not going to go quite... I'm going to give it a one. <laughs> because... 
it, it's unplayable. Yeah, pretty With much. the controls, it is unplayable. It takes any fun out of it. I was going to give it like a four <laughs> just for nostalgia factor. That, uh, and you can play it, but it's not optimal, and yeah. you're not going to enjoy it. The, I mean, because I, I did enjoy the music. Yeah. The music's really good for this they don't game. They'll give it a two because of the music. But other than that, it's avoid it on the Switch. That yeah. is wild to me how different the, the ratings are yeah. here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's literally like night and day. That control scheme breaks the game. Like, and it's not even like, and another thing that needs to be said with Xbox is like, for y'all, you guys have to load your games and everything like that. For me, whenever I decide to go back to it, I'm, it's going to show right back where I was. Like, right back. I yeah. turn it on, it's there. So it's wild to me that you guys live <laughs> the way you do. and on that note uh, thank you everybody for hanging out with us this year at Pensacon 2023 I know it's a little warm in here this year it's a little warm out there and uh, it feels like summer outside if you want to do this if you want to email us you guys can email us at nerdcaveretro at gmail.com nerdcaveretro.com is our link tree that takes you everywhere it's our Twitter Facebook Instagram Patreon and our merch shop where you can go to ncrmerch.com you can get this t-shirt right here that says Nerd Cave uh, Retro and it's the Zelda font the Nintendo <coughs> font unless Jason's sweating it yeah <laughs> you, you, go, you, can get a, you don't have to get a t-shirt you can get hats stickers magnets bags mugs whatever you need uh, you can leave us a review and or a five-star rating on all podcasting platforms. So thank you all for hanging out with us this year. And we will see you right back here again next year at Pensacon 2024. But don't forget to talk about the later panel. The uh, We're going to be defending bad movies later. Yeah. yeah. You guys stick around at 130. We're defending bad movies. Over in room number four. So just one room down. And I would be remiss if I didn't say that I have my own podcast called Dead Game. Uh, where we take games that people think are dead or could use some work, and we try to improve them by telling everybody what we would do with them. So uh, we do everything from, you know, we, we did Fortnite, Mega Man X, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Double Dragon, and our next episode is going to be Disney's Infinity. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Dead Game Podcast. All right, so before we get out of here, Derek, tell them what it's all about. May the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Yes. Normally they do I have spoken. <laughs>